It's time to go one-on-one with DP. Coming at you live from the Koppel Chevrolet GMC Studios, here is your host, Derek Pearson. Presented by Beatrice Bakery on 93.7 The Ticket and theticketfm.com. One-on-one on Friday. Bowling is dominating. They're winning the third match of the morning so far. Uh, volleyball in their third match. I uh, believe that it is. They are currently Allie, tied 3-3. Three to three. Allie and, and uh, Akana. Akana going at it. And then still to play Rodriguez, Alec, and Maddie Kubik and Kenzie Knuckles. Uh Lindsey Krause and Nicklin Hames have already won. Whitney Lonestein and uh, Kennedy Orr have also been victorious. So there's that. Uh, Beach volleyball is so weird because I'm, I'm watching this, and I know that these girls can get up, like above the net, and it's just – I know they're playing in sand, but it's just so weird to see them because they're going for the kill, and it's like – they're barely getting up, and it's sand, just like ah. wear and tear, tired muscles. That sand is real, real, real work. We would always so back in Carney after our conditioning for track, our our final day of conditioning would be uh, beach volleyball little tournament between all the teams. We'd split up into teams and have a little beach volleyball tournament, and it was rough. Like it was so much fun, but it was rough. Yeah, it, it it's the work, and that's you why always I said think it, you're it, athletic it, until you try to jump and jump and run in sand. <sighs> Like to hear them talk about it. They they've been talking. Uh, Nicklin and, and and Kenzie have been talking about it and trying to walk us through. And I'm like, I I would think that you know, the difference between uh, digging on 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 a hard floor versus sand. They're like, well, yeah, it's all work. And the up down, and you don't have any help, and it's two people to cover. You know, a lot of space. Like a lot of space, and then the communication, the signals, hand signals, mm-hmm. the verbal signals, all of those things, and then. You know, some uh, some of the places are indoor at beach. Some of them are outdoor. So if it's outdoor, you got to deal with heat. You got to deal with uh, wind blowing, which affects serves and spikes. Um, who they pick on, who picks on them, that sort of stuff. So th- they they've been really good about about explaining um, what this is, and it's 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 fantastic to me um, to have them go through it. So it's it's been cool. Um, and again, bowling's doing its thing. I'm going to stop by bowling. Right after this show, I think I can get a, a match in if uh, okay. if I get in over there. Uh, maybe I'll call in if over there and give you give uh, us a live update. Give you a live update, which would be pretty cool. Do a little play by play. Oh phone. yeah, oh yeah, that would be. Fun. I think you should get it. Get an interview. With how how the would players. you do that? Yeah, like uh, so. What what are you thinking there? Uh, seven pin. Uh, I, I need. I went a little high there. Got a little too quick in my release. I need to slow down. Thumb up. Thumb okay. up. Okay. Okay. <laughs> They've been so good to explain, like, very technical, right? Like, I, th- I you like to think that you can bowl, you know what you're doing, but right. you have no idea, right? <laughs> it's just, I, but that's really with anything, like, it's, it's even if you like, like people that think they know how to golf, and they're like, oh yeah, you know, I got, I got, you know, this club and in this, you know, part of part of the course, and this is why I did this and this and that, and then you listen to like. A caddy and a professional golfer talk about it, Different and you're language. like, "What? 
Different language. Different language, different game. Like, across the board. So, like, people that think, it's just within, like, you know, basketball. You think you know. You're like, oh, yeah, it's simple. And they got a, you know, a back screen here, back cut. You know, he's doing this, and he'll get an open shot here. And then you hear a coach or a professional professional basketball player. And it's, it's I mean, even if you're a professional basketball player, you saw the look Austin Reeves gave LeBron James at one time. Ooh, like, he's what? explaining everything to him. And Austin's like, dude, I have no idea what you're saying. You are speaking Greek, and I don't understand. You know all of these words that I have no idea what they mean. And sometimes I like to listen, and it's just like, ah, I totally get that. And in reality, I have no idea what you just said. Well, it happens with 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 Jay, like because Jay's, oh yeah, like he's elevating it, right? I've learned go, a lot, right? And you go, okay, and then you have to go back in the lab, like which which for me is it's a great piece, you know, placekeeper. Like, okay, DP, you need to get back in the film room. <laughs> Because you missed it. And then you got to go into the film room with him. Like, you got to go with Jay. That would be interesting. Uh, to have him break it down. So I'd like I, to watch, I'd like to watch like, an entire defensive sequence with Jay and just have him break it down. Well, you know what it's like because you watch basketball with Eric Strickland. That was frightening. interesting. Frightening is the word. And, and I was very – I felt very good about myself because at one point I explained what I would do at one point, and he goes, oh, yeah, 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 that'd be really good. And I was like, ha-ha. I just got complimented by complimented by an NBA player on some basketball stuff. Right, like take the win. Uh, and then was, I was, like, quiet the rest of the game. Yeah, oh, yeah. Was, not going to blow it. He was talking about all this stuff, and I was like, I'm going to let you go. Not, not going to blow it. But it was but, fun. Yeah, not going to do it. Um, of course, we it's that time, right, where uh, Nebraska basketball playoffs, tournament plays in, in effect. Mm-hmm. So – There'll be some swapping of schedules and such, depending on matchups. And I think we're going to try to give focus to Lincoln schools, but if we don't know how many are going to be in and how long that's going to go. Yeah. So, and then if that's not the case, then we'll get just to like semifinals and finals. Okay. I don't think we're doing quarterfinals unless it's a Lincoln, Lincoln school. school. Uh, same for the women. Um, so uh, we'll have the girls. Both girls and boys, Class A and Class B. Nick will focus on the Class B. I will focus on the Class A. Um, we'll be drawing folks into it and dragging folks in. I think at some point I want to drag uh, Jay Foreman into it, um, helping him, you know. To be a color commentator. Yeah. I mean, you know, have I else? told you the story of what What I, else has he got to do? Have I told you the story of what I thought color commentator was? Please do. When I was younger – you know, you hear people, you know, play by play and the color commentator. He's the color guy. And for the longest time, I guy. thought they were saying colored commentator. He's the color Or the guy. colored guy. And I was just like, oh, okay. And then, like, I see him and I'm just like, wait a minute. This isn't, this isn't how this works. Well, but there, And then I was also wondering, how do they get away with saying that on TV? But there was so, <laughs> there was a time, there was a stretch where there was a white play by play guy and a, a black <laughs> analyst. So. He's like, oh no, he's the play-by-play, and he's the colored guy. <laughs> just but for go, the longest time, that's like, what I no, thought it was. Stop saying it. And they're like, no. And then somebody's like, it's color commentator. Color go, commentator. Oh, like, oh, they're like, yeah, they paint the picture. And I go, oh, that makes a lot more sense. I forgot. <laughs> I was wondering how they got away with saying that on television. It was very confusing. It was, it was, it was you know, especially there was a lot of that going on, and I was like, "Wow, okay, can we stop? Can we please?" Stop? So yeah, young me was weird. <laughs> young everybody. Look, I was in, I was in the same space with you, so, so I can't really, 
Uh, I can't really do that. I, I can't really throw that un- under. The, I can't throw it under the water. That's what it was. <laughs> like that's what it was. Not not our fault. Um, I feel like the beach volleyball camera cut out because I refreshed it three times and it still won't come back. Well, we're trying to get. Um, of course, Everett is on Everett time. Um, it happens. Yeah. Well, I had a bunch of stuff I wanted to go over with, so I'll just go over it with you. How excited are you? To see James Harden with Philadelphia. I'm actually extremely excited. I think that this this will work out pretty well for Philly. Um, I think this is a better fit than Ben Simmons in Brooklyn, although I think that could be a problem for some, some other teams. But James Harden in Philly, um, if it's not complete Houston James Harden, but if it's a mix of Houston James Harden and Brooklyn James Harden where he plays the point and he gets everyone involved and he realizes this is Joel this is Joel's team. You know, you you just got there and I know you're a superstar, you know, a future Hall of Famer, but this is Joel's team. He is the leader of of this Philadelphia squad and if he he can realize that and he plays through Joel, I think those two would be a perfect match, especially with Tobias, if you know, I mean, they have to keep him because the trade deadline ta- passed, but they kept trying to shop him. With Tobias Harris, who will take the the responsibility of guarding whatever team's best player, so then James Harden can rest on the defensive end. Joel Embiid can do his thing, you know, when people get to the paint, um, and all of that. I mean, James Harden and Joel Embiid are going to be a force. If they can get it together, it'll be interesting. All right, let's a little get... inside out like Dwight Howard in, uh, in well, no, Orlando. Just think, just think Harden Capella. If they can get it, it, it mm. just that, 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 that's fun. the way I'm looking at it. Hit this man's intro, please. Let's, the man's let, let, let's intro. Br- let's bring him in the right way. Here's a guy that gives them more depth at UNLV. Everett Gray brings nine points off the bench for Coach Tarkanian. In less than 20 minutes of play in a game. Here he'll have a chance. Oh, as he goes up for the dunk, Miller takes a piece of the arm. Two. Two on Miller now. Team foul number five. Here's another basketball player with a baseball background. He was a third-round pick of the Astros in 87 was Everett Gray. Let's bring in the running Reb. Everett Gray, Ev, what's happening, brother? It's good to talk to you, DC. Wait a minute. Well, you know, we, we as we adjust and adjust this, you know, we'll come. We'll you and I will land on our regular ten o'clock day. You just gotta let me know what that day is going to be for you. Like, what which one oh, works you for just you? Let me know. I'm there for you, DP. It doesn't. It doesn't matter. Um, I like talking to you guys and talking to you and talking sports and. Story time with Uncle Ev. I got a story. <laughs> well, Rico, Rico smiled. Rico goes, it's Ev. We, we, we missed I was it. like, yeah, it's been a while since we talked to Everick. Every business wants to engineer new possibilities, creating revenue, optimizing costs, and scaling technologies like cloud and AI. Start at Deloitte.com slash US slash cloud and find the services you need to get the value you seek. Deloitte. Yeah, Rico, I miss you too, man. It was a, we started off a little rocky, but we figured it out. Yeah, <laughs> we're all good now. <laughs> Once we understood who we were dealing with, it's like, oh, well, you're Enrique. Okay, gotcha, gotcha, gotcha. We understand now. First of all, how how are you doing, bro? Let's 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 recap. How are you doing? 
I'm good. Since the last time I talked to you guys, um, I got a Nike deal with my club team. Um, it's a lot of stuff to it, but it's uh, it's uh, it's good for our program. We've been playing well. Um, high school season, we're in a uh, in the second round. We play tonight. DP, we play Fremont. Nice. Um, so we we'll, we should should be fine, you know. But you never know playoffs. Uh-huh. And just you know, just been coaching and uh, and uh, and working and then. You know, and uh, working on this new Nike deal, um, it's a lot. Like I said, it's a lot to it, but it's 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 worth it, and it's all about the kids. I don't play; I just put my system out there, and and the kids run the system to the right way, and the kids all play the right way. So it kind of pay, paid paid off for us for the last ten years. So Nike stepped in and gave us a deal. Is it so? So let's break that down because I know you you're being humble and and in the right space but the reality is your iq is off the charts when it comes to this stuff so break it down for us and how this works when a program is doing well mm-hmm. is it is it coaching is it system is it player is it talent what is it it's a little bit of everything um you know the thing is that with coaching with me i let you i'll let you play through your mistakes now if you do it like four or five uh, three or four times we don't have to talk about it and normally you sit next to me talking about it, but I let you play through the mistakes. Uh, it's it's um, our kids usually buy into the way we play, similar to to Coach Tart, um, our system. So, and, and granted, we do have some some talented players um, that can shoot the ball. But the, the good thing, DP, they play together. They play the right way. And, and you know, with me, I don't care if you miss a shot. I don't care. I know you're not trying to miss it. I tell my kids, you guys know what a bookie is? They was like, no. So if you do know what a bookie is, please let me know because I want to make a little money too. <laughs> so, but that's a true story, DP. That's what I tell them. I was like, I don't care if you miss it. I know you're not trying to miss it. And, and you give kids confidence uh, when they shoot the ball because I don't care if you miss 10 in a row. You better shoot the 11th. If you do not shoot the ball when you're open in my system, come sit next to me. Right. I've never had a parent complain about not shooting. I mean, why you take my son out? Because he didn't shoot it. I've never heard a parent complain about that. Yeah, so, oh, you uh, making him take play. too many shots. <laughs> right. right. <laughs> never right. happens. Never happens. You you mentioned play the right way. What does that mean? Because mm-hmm. some fans, for, for every fan has a different idea of what that actually means. What does it mean to you, play the right way? Well, this is the, the, the key to any work environment or playing basketball GP and Rico, the thing is that you're not going to like everybody, right? So right. me, this is what I tell, tell my kids. I don't care if you don't like that kid, but like him for 32 minutes, and then you can go your separate ways. Pass the ball when you're open, talk on defense, um, throw the ball to the open to the open player. And, and, you know, sometimes you have to suck your pride up. If DP's going, got it going, I'm going to try to, we're going to try to get DP off, try to get him going. And then eventually they're going to end up have to make an adjustment, and then I'm going to be open. It's just being unselfish. Uh, that's mainly what that means, playing the right way. It's okay if DP is rolling. I don't know about Rico, but the thing is, if he's rolling, <laughs> if he's rolling, we're going to make sure we get him the ball because we all win. If he's playing well, we win. We all win, and that's one thing we we harp on is um, being unselfish. And paying attention to who's playing well, who's hot, and we're going to force feed him the ball until he's not hot anymore. Everett, this this 
this this puts you in a right space that good teams share the ball uh it's not a one man team it's not a situation but you played on a team where all the names were known everybody was super talented and somehow Tarkanian got Stacy Ogman, Larry Johnson, Greg Anthony, Everett Gray, Spencer Elmore. Like he got all of you guys to somehow play together. How did that happen? Because it seems to be a lost art now. Yeah, um, Tark, it started with his assistant coaches, Coach Gerg and, and uh, Cleveland Edwards, rest in peace, Coach Clee, um, and, and Coach Starr, Keith Starr. It started with them. Um, the thing is that with those teams I played with, no matter if you average six points, you're going to get a shot at the NBA. It's just, we just played extremely hard, and we didn't care about who got the got the glory. We knew who our best player was, and it was Larry Johnson. Right. We knew who our second best player was. I mean, obviously, he was the number one pick. Um, but you got to realize it was three guys that won lottery in that in that draft, and then George George Ackles went 29th. So we we kind of knew where we where our pecking order stood, um, DP, because Tark always like that's our best player. I was just telling the story on another show, DP, about I remember when Larry twisted his ankle in practice, and it was a slight twist, but Tark canceled practice. <laughs> I was like, whoa! I was like, but DP, I was like, that's all it takes. Larry tweaked his ankle a little bit. We can get out of this three-and-a-half-hour practice. I said, hey, Al, I need you to do me a favor, man. There's a convention that starts at this time. And, DP, you know what convention I'm talking yes, about. Yes, I do. I, I can say it on the air. Yes, I do. Yes, it's in December. It's in Vegas. It's a <laughs> lot stupid. of actresses. And it's a lot of cool-looking actresses. Yeah, yeah. So I, told this, I told this story. We only time. use the letters around here. <laughs> yeah, right. But I did say, Al, you need to try to. You know, you know, your hamstring is a little tight. Right. Oh. He was like, and sure enough, <laughs> and then we got out of there a little early and we went to the convention <laughs> at the Sands and it was good times. But the thing is that we knew who our best player was and we, we played through him and that's why um, we were successful. And you got to realize too, DP and, and Rico, the thing is um, our offense, our defense was our offense. And, and, and when you get steals, that's, no, we don't, stop and call a play, you get a steal, you get a layup. That's two points. So um, that's how we kind of played, and uh, and that was the system, and that's what we kind of – everybody liked each other somewhat, and, and that was a big deal. Ev, it, you just broke it down, and and great programs are, are usually defensive programs. Like if you're going right. to fix – if you're going to fix a a broken program, the easiest way to do it is to become – exceptional defensively like it's much easier to get good defensively than it is offensively right right well the thing is that i mean you know defense you can coach it all you want it's either you want to do it or you don't and if you can get 12 guys because it was 12 guys even our guys that came off the bench like myself and even behind me they only knew one way to play and they already knew how if you get a steal if you get in the passing lanes you can get a layup. If your teammate gets a layup, you just sprint your butt down there, DP, and force a two-on-one so you can get a to get the ball back. But that's what we kind of did. We with my club team, I'm like, I don't want to call one play, Derek. I don't want to call one play. You, you I and I agree on steals. that. You and I agree on that. I just want to get steals and layups. I don't want to call one play. Right. 
And the thing is that with you know with our system, um, I will definitely uh, pick you like with a club ball. If you don't, if you're just a one-on-one AAU team, we beat those teams by thirty all the time. But then if you have a good team that has a couple plays, I'll know your plays in one and a half minutes because my kids know. Uh, my, I'm kind of weird with plays. I remember their sets. And then we'll get in the pass lanes and we're making some adjustments and we're out, we're out running and dunking the ball. I, I, we're talking to Every Gray, former UNLV uh, national champion, M- NBA, Europe, uh, now an administrator, coach, athletic director, uh, runs an elite program uh, all season long as well. So there's several things in play. And, again, one, the next time you come to Lincoln, we need – it'll be hopefully on the other side of the pandemic we can actually get you in front of some of the, some of the folks that you need to get in front of so right. that we can build that bridge to get some of that talent that you have. And I think that's a, an exposure that needs to happen. Of course, Ramel Lloyd, Rock Lloyd's sons, he's, he's coming here next year. I'm super excited mm-hmm. about that. Uh, Blaze Keaton, number one uh, JUCO player in the country, is coming here. Um, you watch basketball with a keen eye and a ferocity that is, is impressive. What's wrong with Nebraska basketball, Everett Gray? How, what, how is it that a program that should be great continues and is constantly not great? You know, remember you and I talked about this on air over a year. He's like, I thought maybe he has to have a – he's got to win to keep his, keep his gig. Mm-hmm. And it, it kind of went left. I mean, they're seven and twenty, I believe. Yep. Um, I think maybe they missed on some guys recruiting. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, I'm not extremely. I'm not sure. No, you're but right. It sounds like you're right. Huh? You're right. Yeah, sounds like they missed on some guys. And, and the thing is that with the portal, you got to be careful, Derek, because other people's you're getting other people's problems. And it's a reason why. Say that again the for the people in the back. Say it again for the people in the back. You're getting other people's problems. You have to be careful grabbing other people's problems. It's a reason that why they're in the portal. Yeah. It's, and there's kids that's in a portal that's averaging 15 points. And why are you transferring? You need to look at that. Why are you transform, transform, transferring when you're already the guy averaging for It sounds like you got a parent problem. Or the kid is a, a problem uh, off the floor, maybe. Or he's not a defensive player. He just wants to score. Um, and that's what you have to do. I don't think he, he needs to make sure he gets a mixture of some good high school kids and uh, maybe a couple good kids in, in the portal. But you got to look at the portal. Don't, don't always look at the Power 5 kids that's coming in the portal. Look at those mid-major kids because those kids are pretty good. Um, pay attention to them. But how about just recruiting old-fashioned and get some good, solid high school kids and go from there? I don't. I mean, they can't miss. Um, I think he took a pay cut. I think he needs a, he needs to make it right this next year. Uh, they said he's going to keep his job, um, but he needs a you need DP. You know, he needs to switch that twenty and seven. He needs to switch that to twenty and seven next year for him to to um, to keep his gig. Ev, can can you hold on and do another segment with us? Yeah, that's fine. Okay, we'll throw it to break. Uh, UNLV, running Rebel Everett Gray. Uh, we'll be right back on one-on-one. Download our app by searching 93.7 The Ticket in your app store. You're listening to One-on-One with DP on 93.7 The Ticket and theticketfm.com. 